Driven Minds Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. And with another stunning, amazing, immaculate season four episode. You are ready. <laughs> and we're in with um, Mr. Alex Toussaint. Yes, sir. Peloton. Yes, sir. Thank you thank guys you. for having me today, fellas. Much love. Yo, thanks for coming in, man. Indeed, man. Indeed. Um, yeah, Toussaint, what's your background? Haitian. Um, yeah, Alex came strongly recommended from my partner, Natalia, and I'm um, just doing research and seeing how he's, how he grew his brand and, um, his, his work he has in the fitness space and in the cycling space is extremely motivational. It's really, um, really dope work he's doing. So, you know, that's right line aligned with um the type of speakers we have on the podcast so we happy for you to come on brother thank you appreciate fellas. That, thank man. you appreciate it means a lot definitely man well first let's take them back you know what i mean tell the people who you are and what you do uh so alex Susan from long island new york east hampton to be exact mm -hmm. um and i'm currently a cycling instructor at a company called peloton uh we live stream fitness classes across the world um we have anything from cycling yoga boot camp workouts stretching Anything in that nature. So any kind of fitness content you need, we provide for you there. Super dope. Yeah. Were you always like um, athletic, into sports, or into fitness growing up? Or? Yeah, just being that I had two older brothers, like my dad made sure that like I wasn't the kid in the house playing video games when I was little. Right, I was like, right. get, get get out the crib, figure something out, yeah, play yeah. basketball, do karate. So he always kept me active. That's always kept me active as a young kid. I feel sorry for kids now, man. I feel like they don't go outside at I all. I never now. understand it. Shit is crazy. I don't. All it is is social media and like, but that's another topic. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's dope. So anything like, um, was there somebody special in your life besides, you know, even your brothers that, you know, because what you do is like also motivational, mm -hmm. right? Like it even, it spans not only from fitness, but it's almost like a mental workout in a Absolutely, sense, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Was there somebody that sparked that inside you? Or? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I went to school in Rhode Island for actually audio and video production. Mm. And I was trying to like figure things out, trying to, I guess, make my parents happy. And I realized at a certain point, I got to live life for myself and not for my parents kind of thing. Mm. So I actually dropped out of school. My car got stolen when I was in Rhode Island. Dropped out of school. Sure. Came back home. And I started working for a company called Flywheel Sports mm. doing uh, janitor work. So wow. just basically cleaning up the room, mopping up, making sure everything was tidy around the studio. And I used to just like sit outside the room and listen to like the owner of the company and the top instructors teach. Mm. And I was like, man, I could do this. Like, you know, you see somebody do something, you're like, yeah. I can do this. Yeah. But like, I used to like literally sit outside the room and study what they were doing just to be like, I know one day I could do this. And one day I had the confidence to tell her, like, put me on, please. Well. And she literally took a shot in the dark and she believed in me, gave me an opportunity to train with her, trained me hand in hand. And took my changed my life single handedly. Like I tell people all the time, if it wasn't for the lady uh, Ruth Zuckerman, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be in the position that I am. Any relation to? Um, no, that's Zuckerberg. It's all good though. <laughs> no, nah, but she was honestly, she was a very critical uh, part of my life, man. Mm -hmm. She's like, she treated me like the son that she never had. Wow. And even till this day, she's not my boss anymore. But we are still family. Like we text all the time. We keep in touch. So. That's fire. It's just it's good to have somebody that's not family to really believe in you Absolutely. more than you even believe in yourself and mm -hmm. sees potential in you. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question. Like for some for somebody um who might have interest in you know the the fitness space or whatever. What mm -hmm. are what are some of those like mechanics that um you know somebody would need to learn or to have? Like you said, you sat outside the door and you're like, oh, I could do that. But what is that? Well, for me, like I, um, I have a music background, so I always played instruments growing up. So my ability mm -hmm. to count music is just I could play instruments. So naturally, I could count music 
through the back of my head. Mm. So part of like indoor cycling is you got to really be able to count in and out of music to push people on certain intervals or take them in and out of the saddle. So you got to be able to orchestrate the whole entire room or whatever you're t- whatever you're teaching to. Right. So for me, it was like it was more of a music thing first than it was fitness. So I started off with the music side of it, like, oh, I can make the fire playlist. Mm. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I can create a fire playlist for any demographic uh, and make sure that they're happy with that. And then she taught me the fitness aspect of it, how to bring those two together, and then boom, launch it. Got you. So was, for me, it was the music that drove me off first. Yeah, that's lit. Um, walk us through like an experience. What's an experience like coming to an Alex Susan class? First off, from the minute you walk in, and everybody will tell you this, you got to check your vibe coming into my class. Mm. And I understand that everybody, we go through things in life, but like my biggest thing is like smile strictly because you woke up. Mm. You had the opportunity to open two beautiful things called eyes. Facts. Be thankful for that because some people go to sleep and don't even have the opportunity to wake up. Absolutely. Secondly, you're about to ride in a class that people might not be able to afford. So be thankful that you have the ability to even afford being in the room. That's true. You know what I mean? Small things in life, you got to count your blessings. So mm-hmm. from the minute people walk in, I just make sure that they understand like, yo, come in here with a positive mindset. I know not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows, but right. come into the room with a positive mindset. And if not, let's we got 45 minutes to change that. I totally understand. You might be having a bad day, shitty day. Yeah. I got you. So from the minute you walk in, I want you to understand that like, I'm your family member mm. and the 50 people in the room are family members with you. Mm. Also, we got hundreds and thousands of people that ride around the country live. Those are also your family members, too. Right. So it's like I really believe in never letting somebody ride alone. Like We ride together. We shine together. Mm. And I don't care if it's your first ride or you've been riding with me from five years ago. We always got you no matter what. So I want people to understand that like it's a family-oriented thing. Mm-hmm. I try to move my class with love. You know what I mean? That's what I, I try to strive with, move my class with love. And that's like, to me, I think... That's probably one of the dopest things about your story, man, because the passion you put behind this, yeah. I feel like has been like a really significant part of your success. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, just to see you grow and evolve it, because it looks like you, um, not only with the fitness aspect of it, you also were able to to really leverage the social part yeah. of this and like really, you know, getting your branding and marketing on for it as well to walk us through like what was that like when you started infusing social media and what were the reactions and how you knew you were onto something? Honestly, this started all at Peloton. Like I had a small, I had a New York City following when I first started at Flywheel, but uh, mm-hmm. being at Peloton were, were uh, national, soon to go global. So like people are starting to follow you from like LA, Miami, Texas. So I got riders all over the country now. Wow. And for me, like, I never was a big social media person. Like, I'm till this day, I'm still trying to figure out a way. Like, it's hard for me to hold the camera up to my face sometimes. Like, <laughs> they just don't feel natural sometimes. So right, right. I can honestly give that to my coworkers who give me the game plan. Because a lot of my coworkers are very, very smart mm. when it comes to social media. I'm talking from the way they post pictures to wow. their captions to what time of the day. Like, they have it down to a science. That's savvy. So, like. Uh, close friends of mine at work, like Ali Love, Robin, Arzon, like they really help me out when it comes to social media. Like, here's how you curate your social media. Here's how it should look. Here's how you should portray yourself to the outside world. Because mm. for me, it's like, oh, I might just post a photo, but it's like, nah, that yeah. photo, you might have to hold off, wait two days, give this other photo first. Like, mm. it has to look a certain kind of way. A certain quality. A certain quality, say, things yeah. like that. So I'm honestly still learning till this day about it. Every day is a learning experience for me because I'm not the king of social media whatsoever. It just happens that like it's working right now. It's working right now. So I'm learning day by day, honestly. Exactly. Um, even speaking of you, um, outside you, the story of how you got to Peloton, and I'm um, definitely tell the people exactly what Peloton is, what that company is, is so interesting, and it just kind of goes back to why it's so important to um to do everything 
things that you love when there's something that you you're really invested in to do it yeah. with love and do it with passion. Please tell the people like the story of how how you got to this new company. So I was um, after I did the whole mopping floor situation at Flywheel. They gave me the job as an instructor. I um, I believe it was two and a half years I was on, and uh, I moved to Manhattan. So I started teaching all over Manhattan. And then they sent me out to Dubai to open a studio. And that's when like things started to change for me. It's like, crazy. oh, this is like for real now. Like I'm traveling yeah. the world. I'm not even 22 yet. I think I might've still been 21 at the time. That had to blow your mind. It was like, outrageous oh, for somebody to call me like, hey, like we want to fly you to Dubai to go open a studio and go train the instructors. It's crazy. And I'm like, wait, this is my 21st birthday. Hold on, man. <laughs> like this is crazy. Wow. You were doing that well in the class. That, that quick. Yeah, wow. that quick. So I think I, I just found my calling. It, found, it just felt natural. Mm. So that's when I realized things were starting to pick up. I was like, all right, like this isn't just doing it for the paycheck. This isn't doing it to pay rent. Like this is, this could be your life and you could really, really find your way doing this. Mm -hmm. So um, after I came back from Dubai, I I honestly planned to move to Dubai for a year to teach there full time. Mm. And Peloton reached out, which thank God they reached out because this I couldn't be happier, honestly. I mean, God forbid you be in Dubai <laughs> yeah, for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, you gotta think about the decision. It's like, Dubai for a year or a company that's, that's about to revolutionize the fitness game. So it's like, True. you like, damn, do I pick between Kobe and LeBron? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. At like, 22, you had to make champagne problems. I remember calling mom and dad, yeah. like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. So I sat on there for like a week. Um, I told them I get back to them. Out of respect, because I, I I was fully happy at Flywheel. Right. I was 100% invested in Flywheel. Like, I was happy. Yeah. And I was watching uh, ESPN. That's how I know, like, I believe, like, yeah, God, we, those we, signs. Sorry to even interrupt, but we even go back to how Peloton scouted you. Uh, so they did, that, that, when I came back from Dubai, okay. they, um, they started taking my class over in Flatiron. I had no knowledge of this whatsoever. They were just doing the recruiting process like that. Wow. So they, um, actually, my boy, who currently is my boss, was taking my class at Flatiron. And he told me within the first five minutes, he knew he was going to hire me. Wow. And I was like, that's a good for somebody to say that about you and yeah, like mean it. I was like, that's yeah. a good feeling. What did, like, did he say? Why was it? Or he was like, you just have a certain way of commanding the room that like you're, and plus your voice is like, you need to be doing something bigger than just teaching 60 people. Wow. Like, you need to be on television. You need, your face needs to be on the camera. Wow. People need to see what you have. Mm. And like, that was like the next level of somebody being like, oh, I believe in you. So I was like, okay, that gave me that extra spark to like, let me crank it up a little bit now. Like, yeah. So, um, oh. I joined them, man. It was literally life changing from then. But I was saying, I was watching Sports Center, and I, at the time, I was like, I don't know if I'm really gonna join. And a Peloton commercial came on in the middle of an NBA basketball game. The I remember calling my mom gifts. on Facetime, like, "Mom, we're out." <laughs> I said, "Mom, we're out." Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like, "You doing it?" I was like, "Listen, I think this is like the jump for me." And you know how your mom gives you that, like, that love talk, like, "All right, yeah, yeah. here's the next step in life. Like, here's yeah. how you gotta like move." Like, yeah, yeah, she did yeah. that talk with me, and um, I haven't turned back ever since, man. I think about it all the time. I'm like, what if I never made that choice? You'd have been in Dubai balling. <laughs> right. Just crying with a bottle of Moet. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, but like just going, just taking that leap of faith, man. Like when you're when you're enjoying something that's going so well for you, and you, I don't want to say start all over again, but you have to start fresh. You're like, it's a, it's a scary feeling. Mm -hmm. You're like, I got my traction. People know who I am. I'm having fun doing it. I'm making good money. And it's like, damn, a good offer just came my way. Wow. Do I take the leap of faith or do I just go with how life has been going good for me? Like, mm -hmm. I'm it's either left, left or right. What am I going to do? And I was like, you know what? You can't be great unless you take that leap of faith, man. That's yeah. a fact. Actually, you you're can't this movie. Be great. Um, I don't know if any of y'all seen The Most Violent Year. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm not a big movie guy. My not boss tries to run guy. movies by me all the time and I look at him like a deer in a headlight. I'm oh, like, Hassan, Ooh. you seen that? Most Violent Year? It's a great movie. It's a fire great movie. movie. It's like a, it's not a, it's not a mob movie, but it has that feeling, yeah. energy. But the real reason why it's so ill, 
Right. The yeah. real reason why it's so fire is because the dude is just thorough. Mm-hmm. But one part of the movie, he's like, um, he's about to buy this um piece of real estate or whatnot, and the um businessmen that he's buying it from, they're like, uh, they're like, why do you want to um, why do you want to own this? I gave you, I offered you a great deal for you to rent it. Yeah. That, that, that. He he lists on the reasons why he wanted to buy it, but at the end, he was like, really, because when it's, you know, um, actually, it's a different scene. Actually, he was getting a loan from the bank, but he was like, when it's scariest to jump, that's when you jump. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. That shit is so real. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? No, I was saying a lot of people are scared to fail. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like, and like all my life, I was always scared to fail. I was always scared to let mom and dad down. Like mm-hmm. that, that used to terrify me. I mean, me, you man. Haitian, so that you know how that goes, right? <laughs> no, but like being Haitian, and then like your dad was in the oil business. Your mom's oh, oh. a PhD doctor. Oh, your wow. brother went to Brown University. So it's like, well, I'm like, oh life. man, I like it's pressure for that. I yeah. tell people all the time, like my parents made sure they gave us every single tool, every single platform not to fail. Wow. Like they did everything. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, I grew up without my dad. My mom. like, no, my parents were there. Education there. Yeah. Summer camps. There, we like no excuse. There, I had zero excuse. <laughs> right, right. So it's like they gave me so many different resources all growing up that it's like you were. I said this to my dad like a couple weeks ago, and he like smiled like, "Yeah, you see what it is." Like, I was like, "Dad, you literally made sure that we could not fail. Mm. Like, you did everything in your power as a father to make sure we did not fail." Damn, That's incredible. For real, man. For I was real. like, "Yo, man, like for real, brother." Like, you gotta clap for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mom and dad did every sacrifice possible to make uh, sure yeah. that we succeeded in life. Like, and I was like. It took me a while to realize that, though. It did. Every person who listening with no father shed a salty tear. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, it, I, my questions are, um, one, how has the, uh, the, the culture of fitness changed since you've you know, joined it? Like, mm. what, are, what are some things that you've noticed change over the couple of years for the good or the not so good? Um, for the good, I don't know if any bad really is coming has come excuse me but for the good i will say that uh fitness is becoming like an at-home thing so like oh while we were younger and things like that prior to like 2012 13 ish it was a lot of like oh i go to the gym Mm -hmm. i come home it's not that like transaction of oh i'm about to work out of my house and get an efficient workout nowadays you can live stream everything for fitness Mm -hmm. content man like Mm -hmm. we're providing content 12 hours a day live for you so wow it's like you can wake up in the morning, oh, I want to take a 7 o'clock class or something that's live at 7 o'clock for you. Oh, I want to teach, I want to take a class at 8.30 at night. Right. you on the West Coast. It's live for you. Yeah. So now it's like it's just so accessible to people mm-hmm. that fitness is just coming larger and larger. For the people that didn't feel confident enough to come to your daily gym, they felt like, oh, their body wasn't in shape like the other people. Mm. They feel confident doing it in their own house now. Right. When they step out the house, that confidence level is through the roof. Right, right, through right. the roof, you know what I mean? That 45 minutes a day when they're on that bike, and they're connecting to that instructor. That instructor gives them that shout out. Mm-hmm. That little shout out will change somebody's outcome of their day. Wow. They walk out the house with their head high, shoulders up, like, "Oh, this is my day." Like, right. I feel like a king or queen. Dope. So you're really like, you know, for lack of a better term or whatever, you're really selling like enthusiasm. Yeah, but I'm also making sure that I'm providing a, a fitness based class, though. So like, mm-hmm. I'd say like we're like we're a motivator, we're a DJ, we're a spin instructor. You know, we're all this in one. Where it's like a lot of people don't have that we're not to say we're acting but we're on camera so we're not acting but we are on camera so there's a lot of variables that goes into our class versus like your regular fitness instructor that just teaches at another spin studio mm-hmm. no shots to them like i used to do that myself so i respect it mm-hmm. what i'm saying is when you're teaching at peloton it's completely different in the sense of you got to worry about people in the room then you got 400 500 plus live with you around the country wow. then you got cameras you got a lot going on at one given time in that 45 minute span 
Wow. So like, I don't think a lot of people. People don't understand like the job at Peloton. Nobody will understand it unless you d you do it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So wait, people, they will um like across the world like they'll find out when you're when you're live streaming and they'll like yeah. So we have a um we have our own Peloton bike. So it's literally a, a spin bike with a twenty two inch tablet attached to it, which allows you to view the class live. Mm -hmm. So you have to buy the bike to do the class, so or you like could do the option of having thing. yeah. But it's when it comes down to it, it's cheaper than going to your daily gym per year. Got yeah. you. So you're paying two thousand dollars for the bike, thirty nine dollars a month for the subscription, but unlimited users, unlimited fitness content. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, if you do the math over time out of the year, like you're saving money. Right, right. Plus you're getting the top instructors too on top of that. And Gosh. you don't have to worry about wiping down a bike. And you, the thing is, you get to create it on your own schedule. <laughs> you get to do it whenever you want to. Yeah. Essentially, we're we're preaching that we're the Netflix of fitness. So like, mm. you like you get you get to set your schedule. Right. What works best for you. Oh, you can only do a 20-minute ride. We got that for you today. Mm -hmm. You only got 15. We got you. Like, set your own schedule. Create your own workout plan. Right. There's always going to be fresh content available to you, though. Fire. Yeah, it's different, man. What kind of uh, what kind of music you playing in your class, man? Like, you I know? mean, I'm the go-to hip-hop guy. Everybody knows that I'm the go-to <laughs> hip-hop guy, but I range. Like, you got to keep your uh, keep your options open. So, but, they'll but. catch you with a pop ride. You'll catch you with it. I taught an 80s ride this morning. Mm -hmm. Straight funk vibes. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I teach anything. Gotcha. I just won't. I'm not really into the country mm -hmm. aspect. That's not really. I can't catch my vibe to that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll sprinkle even a little bit of rock in there from time to time. But Got people it. know me as like the hip hop and they, guy. And they let you curate your own playlist. Everything. That's everything. Right. I curate from down to the T. Whatever I want, whatever song I need to play, whatever song I want to play, down to how I instruct my class. They want you to be you. That's the beauty about Peloton. They want you. They hired you to be you, which is like not that many places you could say that about. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. lie. Like they That's hired crazy. you to be you, so it's it's a blessing, man. Indeed. So, well, you personally, let's say you know you stuck on an island, and you only could take. Three albums with you. What you taking? Reasonable doubt. Dope. Uh, man, damn that. He got to eat. Somebody gonna rig me for this one. Somebody coconuts. Like somebody gonna be talking. Crazy I want money like Cosby. <laughs> 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 Three albums. Um, definitely take a reasonable doubt. Damn, man. I probably would have to take. Graduation, Kanye. Okay, mm. okay, that's, that's a good. I'm not even going front, and that's just because uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing" literally is a song that changed my it's life. It's a life changer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from real, like I listen to that song every Monday, eight thirty in the morning I to start my that. week off. That's just how it's got to go. I feel that. That song so. literally will just give me a different vibe, man. Yo, mm -hmm. it, for me, it's the it's the Jeezy laugh. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just that little little. We were talking about the skydiving thing, and I literally, yeah. as I jumped out the plane, I was singing the song in my head. Yo, no <laughs> literally, I was like. Oh that's man! Crazy. So it would be reasonable doubt. Graduation. Ooh, that's hard, man. Somebody gonna kill me for this last one. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I listen to the most. Yeah, that's what you got. That's what. But yeah. I listen to so much J that it's like yeah, it yeah, might yeah. even be another J album because I listen to so much J. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If I had to take three hours, you got to throw a cool down in there. Like a smooth vibe? You might yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah. You might have to. I would take... Honestly, you give me any Michael Jackson album. Jackson, I, mean, I think about that. Any Michael Jackson album. So it would be a J. It would be J, uh, Reasonable Doubt, Kanye Graduation, and any Michael Jackson album. Mm. Any single. No matter. You could pick one. Yo, that's... Uh, you the, pick Off one. the wall? Yeah, off the wall. Jamming. You picked that? We taking that. <laughs> <laughs> we on the island with that one. I'm good with that. Hell yeah. We gonna be wildish. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What is... um? um what's your relationship like with your... um? 
what do you call them? Your like your family, you said, right? Like um, the people who come to your class and whatnot. How do they feel welcome and whatnot? What's like an, you know after the experience with Peloton? What how do they? What do they leave the class with, or what do you try to embark on them? Happiness. I'm very big on like, like you got one life to live, and I know it sounds like cliche, but like be as happy as possible, man. Like. I don't want people to start worrying about, oh, what their bodies look like. Oh, I lost this many pounds in this time frame. Nah, I want you to feel, my motto is feel good, look good, do better. That's like my staple thing. When you feel good, you look good. When you look good, you simply just do better. Mm. And I want you to, I need you to feel that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't want people to come into my class like, oh, I didn't burn this many calories or like, oh, I didn't get this high of a number in the class. Nah, don't even worry about that, man. Do you feel good about the work you did today? Mm -hmm. Are you happy with yourself? Are you gonna walk out of here with some confidence? If you answered yes to all that, then I did my job correctly. Fire. You know what I mean? That's what I want people to leave with my classroom. Indeed. Simple as that, man. Yeah, man. You might have to start doing some phone calls in the morning. I love my job, man. When you have something that you love so much, and like mm. it's helped me as a person grow mentally, physically, emotionally, like, all that stuff, man. Mm. It took me out of depression cycling. Like I used to be depressed mm. when I was in school. Wow. Just because I was like, like I said, growing up in a Haitian household, I felt like I wasn't even... Uh, not worth it, but like, mm-hmm. like my parents made sure that we couldn't fail, and I felt like I was failing. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, "Damn, man!" Like, mom and dad did everything. How are you screwing this up right now? Mm-hmm. And I remember I called my mom like, "Listen, like I'm gonna just have to, have to go my own path. Like I have to figure this out on my own." Well. And like the Kanye line when he's like, uh, "My mom told me to go to school, get your doctorate." They're still supporting when I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. My mom literally was like, "I want you to go get your doctorate." I did it. She's like, "Cool. What are you gonna do next? Fitness? I'm gonna support it then." Though, like she fine. gave me $150 one time to get my CPR certification. She's like, yo, this $150 better pay off. Wow. You better go do it. And we talk about it all the time. She's like, you see what the $150 will do to your life, man? <laughs> we talk about it all the time. That's so, so, so for me, it's like, it took me out of a dark place in, in life, man. It helped me really like clear my head, get a little bit more confidence in my game. And like each class that I teach is like another chapter in my life. That's how I approach it. Each class is just a different chapter in my life. That's you know what I mean? Thing. I can see why you definitely excel in it. Um, what do you see the future for yourself in, um, in the fitness world? Um, I honestly, like being that I'm 26, I've been teaching five and a half years now. Like I'm try- my main goal is to be a motivational speaker. I listen to Dr. Eric Thomas a lot. Yeah. That's the ET. He the man. Yo. He, he really gets me going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a motivational speaker already on the bike. Mm-hmm. I want to take that same tool and apply it off the bike when it's all said and done. So I still want to be able to still do what I do, but just off the bike. But I want to touch more of the youth community though. Like I want somebody like, granted, I had mom and dad, I had brother, but I didn't have an outside influence that I looked up to growing up to be like, oh, like, I want to be like him, man. Like, he mm-hmm. figured it out. How did he do that? Right. I had mom and dad, so it's like, all right, I got to look to y'all because y'all did it. Right. But I never really looked outside of family until, like, I was 21, 22 for outside influence to, like, get my motivation or even get my confidence level to approach something. Mm-hmm. I really never had that growing up. So for me, it's like, I want to be able to provide that to the youth. Like, hey, guys, like, somebody's did it before you. Like, I want to pay it forward. Dope. You know what I mean? For the for that lady to take a risk on me, mm-hmm. my old boss, and who's like a mother to me, to take a risk on me, I want to be able to do that same thing for somebody else. I, I want somebody else to get that same feeling that I got. I respect that, man. I definitely feel the energy. Fire. Um, you on Driven Minds, man, and we um we ask all our guests this, like, <clears throat> what drives you? What gives you the the motivation, the gusto to get up every morning and do what you do and and do it thoroughly and, and, and with a, a, a joyful heart? Uh, there's a couple things, man. Honestly, just a simple fact of waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. That alone, like, going that I went to military school, a lot of my friends, they died in uh, war and things like that. So, like, oh, I always look back and I'm like, damn, 
Like, imagine just being here one day and not the next day. Like, that mm. sounds scary as hell. Like, yeah, that yeah. terrifies me. That alone, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, let me open my eyes and get to this work, man. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Two, my mom and dad always motivate me, always give me those phone calls, checking in, making sure I'm straight. And then three, my job honestly keeps me together, man. Like, wow. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd be mad when I'm on vacation sometimes. I'm like, damn, I wish I was on the bike right now. Wow. Yeah, because it's just so fun. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie Word. to you, man. Like, it's, it's, it's a great feeling to be able to get on a bike and just make somebody else's day. Like, Obviously. I see like 400, 500 people minimum a day. Wow. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, and for me to teach. That's a lot of um, direct, like. Impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I don't see you face to face, but like, I see you on the leaderboard stream. So, like, say you got a bike and you're in LA, I'm able to see you. Oh, my man Sean out in LA, blah, blah, blah. I see you riding right now. And you're like, wait a minute, it's three hours ahead over in New York. He shot me out through his screen. Like, that wow. means that man's day. And I, like, knowing that I have the ability and the power to do that, mm. that keeps me pushing, man. That keeps me pushing. I always tell people, no matter the amount of social media followers, the amount of money, when you see somebody feel good about themselves, that is a priceless feeling as a fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. That is a priceless. If you're doing your job correctly, if you love what you really do, Instagram don't matter, followers, money don't matter. To see people feel mm-hmm. good about themselves, that is priceless, man. And any real fitness instructor in the world will tell you that. Yo, it's strict priceless. For real, man. That's for, yo, I'm, I'm about to go home and do like three miles on the electrical <laughs> right now. No bullshit. <laughs> oh, man, man. Yo, where can we find you on the socials, bro? Uh, my Instagram handle is uh, Alex Toussaint 25 Toussaint T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T, 25 on Instagram. I'm there. And uh, Twitter and Facebook, same thing. Same thing. Um, really appreciate you coming on. No, nah, thank you guys for having me today, man. Yeah, man. Always good to talk to some fellas out here pushing the culture forward, for real. Appreciate that, for real. man. Bless up. Um, like we always say this time, stay driven. Stay driven, y'all. Stay driven, baby. <laughs>